let's go over there and sit in the redneck line. We got out there, and this big deer, you know, comes he out. He comes out. Are you hunting a, a food plot or a cornfield? What, what are you hunting? Yeah, it was uh, it was a cornfield. It was standing so, corn. So standing we plant corn. corn, and every now and then we just we mow 10 strips down, you know, 10 rows down. Yeah. And wait another, and then 10 rows down. And this buck came out, and... Uh, Checking does or the was the end of the rut, and he was rutting full time um, and chasing a doe. And I knew I had like, yeah, I'm like Daryl's this year, is this year, is this year, Jacob, you on him? You know how I go? Oh, yeah. Camel boots on my feet, bow in my hand, walking in the early. Why is I present? Welcome to American Roots Outdoors. Alex Rutley's in Tyler Park, sitting on my front porch, and we got to watch the hummingbirds, Tyler. Yeah, you got to watch them. I got an ear pierced. <laughs> <laughs> we feed the hummingbirds here on our front porch, and uh, in the studio we got Redbone Mike Christ, uh, director and producer of American Roots Radio, and Wayne uh, Locke is not here. Wayne has got a doctor's appointment, but uh, Tyler Farr, you are a legend and you don't even know it man because your music i know you don't think of it that way but really you've come a long ways and we want to talk about your american roots you know where was you born um i was born in st joseph missouri and grew up in garden city missouri okay uh my whole life and then went to school and uh springfield Mm -hmm. uh, and missouri state or southwest southwest missouri state when i went there um, but I've been down, coming down here, I guess, uh, March Tree since, oh, wow. I was about 23, I think. Yes, before you made it big. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, so I've been, I've been very blessed, and it's, it's been a long road. <laughs> it has. I, I remember, I remember Tyler Carl pulling in this driveway right here in a little white, what was that car? Well, we don't like to talk about it a lot, but it's a Hyundai Tiburon four-speed. <laughs> four-speed, and I almost traded him a four, uh, 12 or four drive pickup for it. You remember that was your trade? I don't think that's true, or else I would have done it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how embarrassing it is pulling up at these orchid lounge. Nashville, Tennessee, to play a, a bar gig in a Hyundai Tiburon four-speed wearing a felt black cowboy hat. <laughs> I'd unload my guitar and start sprinting to the car to get it out of there. You know, Tyler, I would I would imagine if you had your guitar in a case, it was probably sticking out the back of the trunk, wasn't it? Yeah, if we had it out the window. <laughs> Uh, yes, no one wants to be seen with that stuff. <laughs> but you know what? Those were good memories. Yeah, really, really. No, they were. You've they seen were. it rough. No, let's talk about that. Then we're, we're going to get back on the subject of, of our outlier show. But, I mean, you've seen it rough, son. I mean, everybody thinks it's easy to make it in Nashville. Yeah, I mean, I, shit, I remember, um, you know, living in a buddy's basement. Yeah. And like concrete walls, and I, I got evicted out of two or three apartment complexes. One was for, uh, well, you'll, you'll get a kick out of this. I shot a compound bow into the wall. <laughs> and, uh, apparently that's frowned upon. <laughs> so they kicked you out? Yeah. And I ran through the fence in a football helmet. So they don't like that. Folks, there's your lesson of the day. Don't wear a football helmet. And, uh, 
get don't get down a three point stance and run through the fence or shoot a compound bow into your wall if you're an apartment owner. <laughs> What do you think, Redbone? Well, I think uh, you know those, those are the kind of stories that uh, that Tyler will remember forever. Maybe even more so than than the good stories of being on stage before twenty thousand people. It'll be those stories. It'll be his memories. Oh yeah, yeah, man. It's uh, it's been a it's been a ride. I'm gonna tell you that it's been a ride. Yeah, wasn't yeah, there a story, so Tyler? Back on the subject here. We got about three minutes, I believe, before we go to a break. But you attended school. You played sports. You played football. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know that Tyler Tar was a tailback. Yeah, I played football. We, Both uh, sides of the ball, defense and offense. Talk about that. Well, I was two A high school, Sherwood, Sherwood Marksman. You know, and that's it, it was a small little farm town. You yeah, know, you had to play both sides of the ball. You weren't playing at all. Um, and I remember, I remember two a days drinking water. A water break consisted of a PVC pipe. Yeah, into a water hose with holes drilled into it. Now they complain about that. <laughs> Don't drink out of a water hose. All those libs, huh? Well, I'm still an outlaw, I guess. <laughs> I still pee off uh, off the back porch, and I still drink out of a water hose every day. So, but no, it it was that sort of stuff. And I, I mean, I wasn't the best tailback in the world, but we we played, and we had a. Uh, I tell you what, my high school had a gravel parking lot up until. Five years after I graduated, did you drive in your, your whatever you drove to school? Did you have a shotgun in the back of your truck? No, I had. Yeah. I didn't want everybody to see that. I had it under my bench seat. Uh, well, I remember the day in Redmond. I've talked about this numerous times. I, I had my shotgun in my window, my gun rack. And they never said nothing about it. the windows down, never locked. We never had any issues, did we, Redbone? No, no, not at all. And and you know, and that was kind of common up until just about twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of stuff changed in five years and twenty years. It's changed a lot. Yeah, whole new world. Yeah, you've seen a lot. I've seen a lot. And I'm thirty-seven. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe Tyler was thirty-seven. I asked him that uh, actually yesterday. We've been fishing the last two days, as Redbone knows, and we kind of surprised Tyler yesterday on the radio. And Redbone threw a, a little punch out there and said, to all you guys out there that's fishing on the current river, he didn't name Tyler's name or my name, but to all you guys fish current river, I'm in the studio recording, doing radio shows while everybody else is working. Well, we kind of took a break, and Tyler had not, and I haven't been together doing anything in the last couple yeah. of years. Tyler's also a proud daddy of a six-month-old beautiful baby girl, man. And we're going to talk about her and your beautiful wife, Hannah, when we come back. Yeah. We're going to go to a break. Everybody, you're listening and watching American Roots Outdoors. We'll be right back with more right after this. Hey, y'all, it's Tyler Farr, and you're hanging with me and my good buddy, Alex Rutledge, on American Roots Outdoors. Wishing on some love. I've been on a big board for a while. I like load him in the back of my truck. Redbone, what would you say if I could tell you that you could kill a buck on a certain day? I would say you're crazy. There's no way to predict how the bucks are going to move. Well, you're wrong. There's a new camera out called Wise Eye Technologies. These guys can predict the actual deer movement exact time that a deer is going to come through. Really? Wise Eye Technology? This camera has five megapixel pictures, has a GPS system built inside, and it's an experience using this camera. It collects data and tells you the movement, wind direction, everything. On a camera? On a camera. WiseEyeTechnologies.com. And how do I find out more information about these guys? 
You go to wiseeyesmartcam.com. I'm using them. You should, too. Make your hunt easier. Use Wise Eye. Up a big old hill. Year after year. Got my hunting gear. Hornet D presents. Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors, everybody. We're sitting on the front porch where Linda sets every morning. I'm here with special guest Tyler Farr, country music recording artist. Uh, this guy is famous for many songs. Uh, a guy walks into a bar, redneck crazy, and now his new single is climbing the highway charts right now, number 30. Yeah, I think it was 28 on the, on the XM Highway. So, it's climbing, Redbone. These yeah. hummingbirds are mating here. I'm going <laughs> to tell you that right now. I mean, I've never, I've never, never seen any hummingbird David Attenborough yeah. would be just yeah, excited. excited as crap right now. <laughs> if anybody's ever watched my live feed on my Facebook, Linda Bird feeds them every morning, every evening. There's 20, probably 20 hummingbirds flying around our heads. You may see one fly across the live feed here, uh, but and you may even hear them on the show, but yeah, it's pretty neat, but we got to suck it a little bit. I know, yeah, Copper Girl, we just, we just put it out, and it's it's, yeah. it's doing good, and uh, I wrote it, and it's one of my favorite songs, so I'm, I'm glad. Let's talk about your beautiful daughter and your beautiful wife real quick. Yeah. She's six months old, a miracle baby, everybody. Let's talk about that. Yeah, she uh, she, she was six, six weeks early, and um, this was a... Hannah had bought high blood pressure, so went to, to the ER, and... Um, she was fine. Like we're driving there, and I had yeah. we're in my Yukon. It looks like mm-hmm. the A team mobile. And I had police lights in the front window, and I had them on. I was done by 104. Yeah. She's like, "What are you speeding?" I said, "We're going to the ER, aren't we?" Yeah. I said, that means it's an emergency. She's like, "No, it's not." I said, "Then why are we going to the emergency room?" <laughs> <laughs> well, in fact, it was an emergency because we got there and little. I mean, we was there maybe 45 minutes, and the doctor come in and said, y'all ain't leaving until you have this baby. And Six weeks early. Yeah, we hadn't even got the uh, nursery ready yet or uh, any of that. So it was, no, but now she's healthy, uh, super healthy. And, uh, you call her Munchie. Yeah, little Munchie. Little Munchie. If you watch Tyler's Instagram, uh, if his feeds on social media, he's always got her in there and showing her. You ought to hear her. She can get really high right now with her vocals. Sounds like Mariah Carey. Yeah. (laughs) She can even help you, I think. I think so. Yeah. He showed some of his videos. I think the cool thing about Tyler is everybody that's watching, again, on the live Facebook feed and listening to our show, is that Tyler is really a person just like you and I and loves his family and his faith is strong and uh, he loves the outdoors. And we're going to get back on that subject real quick outdoors, turkey hunting, deer hunting, smallmouth fishing, those are your obsessions. Yeah, that's, I mean, I love singing, but I love other things, too. And I yeah. think that's, you know, I think that's important. Uh, and being a man, you know, being yeah. a dad, you need to have other things. Because mm-hmm. your life doesn't need to revolve just around being an artist or being a country music singer. Because that's not all that makes uh, you up, at least me up. Yeah. There's a lot more things that make me up than just country singing. Mm-hmm. And it's my daughter and my wife yeah. hunting, fishing, and that's about it. Cause that's all I do. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so do you remember your first turkey you ever killed, and remember your first deer, your first experience, and, and your first smallmouth? Because again, we want to repeat here: Tyler and I have been smallmouth fishing with his good friend David uh, uh, Penrod. Penrod, and I called him Nimrod. Just called him Nimrod. Oh, I was fourteen times. Oh, I was messing with it. Nimrod. Nimrod. He got mad. Told me he was going to punch me out. But anyway, we fished yesterday. We're going to talk a little bit about that real quick. Uh, I took the Tyler to the lower current river of Donovan area. He's never been there. And, and share your thoughts with everybody, your sentiments. Well, uh, well the current river is, is I, I told you earlier, yeah. it's, it's one of my, I've been all over the, the country, all over the world. I've Fishing been to Japan, I've been to Italy, uh, Europe, Asia, um, all over. And the current river is still my favorite river in the country. I mean, it's the most, it's, I don't know. There's something about it. It's the clear water. It's, um, you know, friendly people on it. It's just a, you know, it's it's like a lifestyle for people, and it's just a, it's awesome. I just, I love it. And I, the first time I saw it, I said, I'm gonna have a place there, which I will have he a place will. there someday. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, if I may interject, uh, excuse me for interrupting, but uh, you can watch Tyler while we're fishing. I watch Tyler, man. He's just so. Uh, Concentrated, his concentration is like phenomenal. You can talk to him, he won't even hear you. He's just glued on working that bait or working that structure. And, and uh, the baits we use, I'm going to touch on them real quick. We use slider heads, swim baits, worms, uh, uh, jigs, uh, jewel jig heads. We yeah. used all that stuff. And anyway, we caught 54 fish, 54 bass yesterday. We had like eight goggle eye, we had one walleye. Uh, I think now's a good time to tell them who caught the biggest one. Tyler Farr caught the biggest large <laughs> Kentucky. Actually, it was Kentucky. Yeah, well, probably two and a half pounds. Uh, big, it was a huge big Kentucky. And he also caught a big smallmouth, but these boys wore them out. It, it was a blast. I've never been to that part of the river. It's bigger. It is. It's, it's a lot bigger. Um, and it, it was, it was, it was awesome. I mean, I just, Eight hours, eight hours. Well, I'd come off a couple stressful weeks. This is the way you unwind. Oh yeah, I I didn't. How many times? We didn't even talk about you. How many times you see me on my phone? Never. (laughs) You wouldn't even pay attention to it. I had seventy-four text messages when I got back to the room, but you know, uh, that's what I do. Like, this is your relaxation. My business manager, I'm at the what. You not reply? No, I'm fishing. Well, you still have your phone, don't you? I said, well, yeah. Leave me alone. But I don't look at it. Yeah, leave me alone. Maybe people can learn from that. That's right. Maybe if you weren't on your phone so much, you'd be in the now instead of yeah. what's going on right now. Not on your phone, but right now yeah. around you. But I can tell you right now, this guy checked in with his wife and little girl two or three times a day with that phone. He was I, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the one. Again, we got Tyler Farr on my front porch talking about Tyler Farr's American Roots. We're going to go to a break. We come back, we're going to talk more about this guy that you guys probably don't know. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more American Reach Outdoors right after this. Hey, everybody. This is Michael Waddy with Bone Collector, and you're listening to my buddy Alex Rutledge on American Roots Outdoors, man. Denali Rods. 
presents American Roots Outdoors. Welcome back. Alex Rutledge and Tyler Farr here on the front porch as hummingbirds are flying by our heads. You might be able to hear them if you listen Listen real quick. We're about to get pooped on. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about Tyler Farr's American Roots, where he was born, uh, high school days, his love of the outdoors, his family, and his and your faith. We'll talk about that uh, in the show, too. But, Tyler, uh, I know you love to deer hunt. You come here and deer hunted with me, and we turkey hunted together. And now you're an owner. Let's talk about this, your ownership and Buck Commander. Buck Commander is a very popular brand. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so I, um, I've been with Buck Commander since uh, last spring. And uh, the spring, but that's when I finally went through, but the yeah. contracts and all that. But last, last fall... I was doing a uh, event for uh, Buck Commander and a big outdoor company in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of friends of yours are there, Waterhill, oh, yeah. and, oh, yeah. and, and several hunting celebrities, and uh, all the Buck Commander boys are there. And Willie approached me about joining Buck Commander, and I about started to cry. I was like, why do you, well, want, me? Why do you yeah. want me on there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Man, you just made my dream come true. Did you know what my number one goal was? Like, in life? it wasn't getting yeah. the number one single. I want, <laughs> really? I want to have a be a part of the outdoor industry, and that, and that was it. It wasn't having a hit. I never. I, that was just all I could do. I could sing. So you teared up. You really did. Tear I didn't tear up. But I was like, well, man, that's you know, because they asked me of all people, and you know, I'm not. The most focused when it comes to hunting, like I'll, I'll forget stuff and I. Who don't? Who which, don't? Yeah, we all. <laughs> which that's what Buck Commander's about is we just we just have fun and you know and they're they're all good guys they're all God down to earth and yeah. down to earth and that patriot we just yeah and we just we just cut up and have fun and uh, film your hunts and, and tell I your really, stories. Yeah, you know, bonded with all of them and had something in common. You know, it's it's now it's three country singers. Three ex-baseball players, and then Willie. You and Willie's just yeah. that's Willie. Just Willie over out there. But no, it's, they're they're great dudes, man. They all got good hearts, and uh, you know, and that's the most important thing. We have fun, and we try not to take it too seriously. And we yeah. We so it's you, Luke Bryan, me, Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean, okay, Adam LaRoche, Combo yep. Martin, Ryan Langerhand, yep. and Willie Robertson. There you got it, everybody. Yep. So I mean, it's it's been awesome, and uh, you know, it's a dream come true for me. I, I love it. Buck Commander has their own line of hunting clothes. Yeah, uh, we, products. We got, we got merch, and uh, our shows are. We may not kill the biggest deer, but it's you're gonna get a laugh out of it. Let's talk about that. You killed a big buck. I did on Luke Bryan's property. No, Jason. Jason Aldean. Let's talk about because it's funny. Everybody, uh, I, I saw the hunt. And you can watch the hunt to go. Yeah, you just go to uh, YouTube and go to Buck Commander, and uh, it's on there. And so all your shows now are on YouTube. You're yeah, not on Outdoor Channel. No, they're all YouTube. You subscribe. You you just follow. That if you you have a YouTube membership or whatever. Yeah. You just follow subscribe. Buck Commander, and you can watch every episode. And that's what yeah. we're doing nowadays. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. So you, Jason lets you go hunt his place. Well, he didn't let shoot. me. I just went. Oh, you didn't tell him? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Red Bull. No, no. I just, no. He, uh, 
Would you, know, you do that I, to me, was, Red Bull? It was. I would. Yeah, I would. <laughs> it was snowing. It was the first snow day of last year. I'm like, these deer are gonna be moving. It was colder and crap, and it looked like a winter wonderland coming. The snow was coming down. I called Daryl, and Daryl's my farm manager and Jason's farm manager as well. And I said, Hey, because uh, they. I'll say I didn't ask him, but Jason and Daryl let me up over oh, yeah, these together. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's still funny because Jason had been there all year because there's no pictures of real big bucks showing up. Yeah. And this one never been on camera. So I, was like, I just called Daryl and said, hey, you want to go? I'm going to call Jacob, which is one of our boat commander producers, and I'm going to have him come down and film this. Yeah. We're going to see something. <laughs> May not be a bit. I wasn't expecting that to walk out, but I said, let's go over there and sit in the redneck line we got out there, and this big deer, you know, comes it out. It comes out. Are you hunting a, a food plot or a cornfield? What, what are you hunting? Yeah, it was uh, it was a cornfield. It was standing yeah. corn. So standing we plant corn. corn, and every now and then we just we mow 10 strips down, you know, 10 rows down. Yeah. And wait another, and then 10 rows down. And this buck came out, and... Uh, Checking does? Yeah, it was the end of the rut, and he was rutting full time. Um, and chasing a doe, and I knew I had like, yeah. I'm like, Daryl, is he a shooter? Is he a shooter? Is he a shooter? Jacob, are you on him? You know how it goes? Oh, yeah. Bam. You know, when he said yes, he's a shooter. And I was like, Jacob, are you on him? Yep, bam. What, what caliber rifle? And what kind of rifle, Jeff? I used, um, my mother got it for me, and I love this gun. And I never knew they made rifles, but it's a Kimber 270. Oh, Kimber. Oh, yeah. 270. 270. You shooting only the ammunition? Yeah, yeah, hornady, yeah, precision, probably Absolutely. precision, white tail ammunition. Yeah, so so when you shot him, you, you a good shot behind the shoulders. Oh yeah, he was, I saw the video. He you went got towards, He was down, and then I called Langdon, my dog trainer, uh, that was currently training my um, uh, bloodhound uh, that I got um, from Central Florida Department of Corrections. Yeah, uh, but uh, she's a, she was under a year old. And she had last year she tracked seven deer. And her wow. name's Betty, she's a little small breed. She ran right to him and I walk up and she's like sitting on top of it. <laughs> so it was a it was a cool moment. He's got you know, uh, Redbone, you know why he's got his nickname, Redbone. Well I'm getting Redbone Redbone Hound. Yeah, Redbone Hounds. Which which are a lot like bloodhounds if you got a red bloodhound. Yeah. But yeah, I love the redbone hounds. So you know, you you talked about uh, how you haven't told us how big the deer was. Oh, it, it was the biggest deer I shot. Mature deer. I think it was 143. I want to say 146. I'm going to say 146 because that's a higher number. But <laughs> it was a, yeah, it was, I think it was 143 to be honest. But it, it yeah. was the biggest deer I've shot, which isn't huge to some people, but. It's huge to me. Uh, How many huge you all? You know, think about it. Yeah, so you know, it was awesome. Don't get me on that subject. There's so much emphasis yeah. on other talkers out there. I ain't a trophy oh, if you don't kill a bird, you know, I don't want to hear it. I ain't I a trophy hear. hunter. I ain't a trophy fisher. I want to catch fish. I usually want to catch them to eat them. Yeah. And then I want to shoot deer to eat them, too. So that's it. That's it. Yeah. I like that. That's the way we roll, isn't it, Redbone? Absolutely. It's the way we roll. And right now, we need to roll into a commercial. We'll be back with more of American Roots Outdoors Radio with our special guest, singer-songwriter Tyler Farr and Alex Rutledge, right after this. Right here, right now, this is Jensen Walters listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge, Joe Zark Herd Bull. Around your heart, so you never gotta worry what the wind might do. 
American Roots. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Rutledge with American Roots Outdoors. How many of you need an attorney? If you're like me, sometimes you do. I go to Zane Prevet at the Prevet Law Office, Willow Springs, Missouri. No case is too big or too small. You can call Zane at 417-469-3535. Zane Prevet at the Brevet Law Office. This is Alex Rutledge, and he is my attorney. Eagle Seed presents. Welcome back to American Reach Outdoors. Again, Tyler Farr on the front porch of the Rutledge Farm. We got Mr. Redbone in the studio, producer, uh, taking care of the sound boards. I'm here. We're sitting on the front porch. Hummingbirds are flying by us. By how many of you think you're talent? About 37. 37. I mean, that's, <laughs> it's ridiculous, honestly. Tyler, let's talk about CoverGirl. Man, this song is climbing the charges 28 on the highway. Yeah, man. And it's, it's climbing. This song uh, is one of my favorite songs I've ever written, honestly. And uh, it's uh, it's about domestic violence, and it's it's about... Abuse. Yeah, and, and, it, and it happens. I mean, a lot, a lot of people want to talk about it, and I'm, uh, fortunately or unfortunately for whoever's listening, yeah. I'm the one that's going to talk about stuff that doesn't want to be talked about, but it does. So, um, you know, unfortunately during COVID, domestic violence uh, skyrocketed because mm-hmm. the people are stuck at home. Wow. And, you know, what do you do when you're home? You're, uh, you're bored. You're, you're drinking more than you should. You're doing... Yeah, you're, they're not a hunting fishing like you and I are. That's all right. <laughs> you know, so unfortunately, that it, it, the, the the numbers uh, went up, and it's something that needs to be talked about. And when we sat down to write it, um, uh, me and my co-writers all had something in, in common with it. I had something in common with it because I used to work at a uh, rehab facility for uh, children from the ages twelve to seventeen. Yeah, with affect disorder and trauma and I, I they they a lot of that stemmed from growing up in that type of household right. and uh it's a, it was a it was a sad thing to, to watch you know the child that wasn't given a chance or you know and, and uh you know i felt like we just need to release this song and i think there needs to be more country songs that um tells the truth that, that means, tells the truth. That means something it means there something needs to be the songs, but there also needs yeah. to be songs like this yeah. and that's why i recorded there you have it, folks. Let's go to it right now, and everybody, let's listen to Cover Girl by Mr. Tyler Fall. She let her last tear drop, press the pedal down, put them in a review, along with that stuck here town. Turn that effing down Till she found a song To help forget What was already gone Hey, cover girl Shouldn't have to cover girl Make up hides but don't heal it So damn tired of concealing No real man Should ever let Cover girl, cover girl, ain't 
millions 
And Tyler, again, thank you so much for uh, what you've done throughout all your music. And uh, let's touch on this real quick. Just real quick, we got about, I think, two minutes left. Minute about a half. minute, yeah. So, about a minute. So, how did you enjoy your trip? It was, all, trip? It was awesome. Okay. I mean, it, I don't, you know, like I said, I'm not a trophy fisherman. Uh, as long as we're catching fish, and even if I'm not catching fish, if I'm Peaceful. out in God's country and having a good time, I'm happy. Um, now, speaking of trophy fish. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. This is the truth. This speaking the of truth. trophy fish, I witnessed the biggest smallmouth I've ever seen in my life yeah. <laughs> break off. Right of at Alex the boat. Rutledge's line right at the boat this morning so I could see it. I couldn't believe it. I, I and that joker, and I'm going to tell you, it was over six pounds. I'm going to tell you that. He's 20. I'm swear on it. And I promise you, I'm not, I'll I'll 24 inches. I will put 24 to 25 inches. He was over six pounds. It was a giant. And, and we he some broke off, and I've never seen, uh, I've never seen Alex so sad <laughs> in my life, and I hated it for him, but I was oh, laughing inside so much. <laughs> it was a huge. Uh, we caught a lot fish. of fish. And we caught a lot of fish. It was great. And you're going to come back and fish with us again. Yeah, you're going to bring Hannah and Munchie no, you know. spend some time with us. And they're trying to book in a lot of venues here in the Midwest here in Missouri uh, to get him here some concerts. Yeah, we'll be back. They're going to book you. I know I got a phone call today wanting to book you, some people. So real quick, share your faith with everybody. Give something to somebody. Man, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, uh, well, these days, um, you know, they're, Everybody knows they're trying to take God out of the country. They are. They are. And let me tell you what happens. Come on. If you took the foundation out of this house, it's going to crumble. Come on. Um, and God, we trust us on our dollar bills, on the money <laughs> we're spending to fund all these. What this country is founded on. Thanks. Um, one nation under God, indivisible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... What people are doing is trying to take God out of the You're country. Right. And why Why would you take God out of the country? Yeah. Well, if you're evil, if you, you're going to take that out because you don't want to feel bad for all the bad things you're doing. That's the right. only way you can do that good, good is they get God out of the country. So that's what they're doing. And that's why, uh, I, in my opinion, uh, more than ever, people need to be uh, found Jesus. God. They need to find Jesus. There you have it, folks. Tyler Farr, country music recording artist. If you want to hear our podcast, we're going to talk about the strategies we use to catch the smallmouth the last two days. We've caught over 80 smallmouth the last day and a half. Now, Tyler, thanks for being on the show, buddy. I love you like a brother. Love we're going to have you on the show again. Uh, good luck in the future, everything you do. And remember, here at American Roots Outdoors, when your roots run deep and strong, Tyler, there is no reason to fear the wind. No, sir. So you never gotta worry what the wind might do, American Roots. Thank you for joining us for today's American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge. You can find us on Facebook. Look us up on the World Wide Web at AmericanRootsOutdoors.com. We'll be back again next week on this great radio station. True North Tree Stands presents the bonus segment with American Roots Outdoors. And again, we're sitting on the front porch at the Rutledge Farm. I'm here with country music recording artist Tyler Farr, a Missouri boy, played high school football, uh, got a beautiful daughter, Munchie, and a beautiful wife, Hannah. 
uh, loves the Lord, loves this country, loves helping people, loves the outdoors, loves smallmouth fishing, turkey hunting, deer hunting, uh, loves your farm. You love farming. You love planting food plots. You love checking your trail cameras. I need to get you hooked up, if you don't have a camera sponsor, with Wise Eye. I need to get you hooked up with those guys. You need to check them out. I'm gay. Yeah, we got to get you hooked up. So let's talk about our strategies that we use to catch these smallmouth. We caught over 80 smallmouth and a total of about 12 hours fishing. Yeah, yeah I just did whatever you told me to do. That was, <laughs> that was my strategy. <laughs> we was using slaughter heads. We was using jewel bait, uh, uh, their heads, yeah. gym heads. And we was using swim baits, uh, worms, uh, we call them fat worms, sinkos, uh, slaughter worms, different things like that. And tubes, we use tubes, gets it in a jig, and uh, some crawls. And we caught over 80 smallmouth, an hour and a half. We did. It, uh, yeah, I mean, you can't, the, the slaughter stuff is awesome. I mean, Not an hour and a half, but 12 and a half hours. Yeah. I, uh, the slaughter, I'm a fan now. Oh, yeah. You slaughter free. They're, they're great. Yeah. Well, Charlie Brewer, he'll, he'll be listening to the show. Charlie, Tyler is a huge fan, so he wants to talk to you sometime about uh, working with you and helping yeah, promote you some of the Tell me you, you did something with him. Yeah. I was already buying them. He was buying them, so yeah, he, went, he actually went into Lucky's and bought some yeah, yesterday before we went fishing, and uh, Slider uh, sent me a box of stuff. I got Tyler a T-shirt and hat, some decals, some slider heads, and some slider worms and swim baits, but yeah. So that's what we used, and, and the fish was actually different types of water, wasn't they, Tyler? They'd be in shallow water, then they'd be in swift water. Well, that, then they'd the be big one today was yeah, in talk about that. Maybe two foot of water. I'm serious. I'm a, Can you believe that? Two foot of water, and then you know we catch them in, I mean, rolling water. Yeah. In, in, 20, in fifteen, twenty foot. They was everywhere, and it, you know. We caught them in the middle of the river with no yeah, cover. It, yeah, it, it was just throwing out in the middle of the river in deep water. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's the summer and they, um, you know, not really spawning or nothing. No, they're, they're past the spawn. Yeah, I, I think it may be like up. they're feeding you know, up. It might be like downtown Nashville. They're just trying to find the right bar to go to. You know, or something. <laughs> I don't, they're like, where are we gonna hang out? Well. Sheila's got some friends over here. We're going to hang out there. Yeah, Billy said there's a good time going on over here on the there's bank. good food over yeah. there Burger King. Yeah. yeah, we got the Golden Crowl over here. And, or the rendezvous. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think it's, I, I don't know. Uh, it, they just trade you. Uh, so let me, uh, don't try to make sense of nature because we, yeah. we, we ain't the ones that invented it. Would you say most of the fish was on wood structure, rock structure, open structure? What would you say? Fish we caught. You're thinking. You caught a lot of them on wood, didn't you? A lot of them on wood, but it was on rock, too. They was. So, uh, I don't know. So, let's talk your strategy. You, what kind of reel you use. You got a Shimano reel. You got a G-Limus rod. We got to get you hooked up with the yeah, We got to get you hooked up with the yeah, rod. I use a G-Limus rod, a, a Shimano reel. Um, and eight, it's, a, it's a great setup. Eight-pound, four-carbon. Yeah, You're a four-carbon freak. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what you do, you put the quarter-ounce slider head, yeah. eight-ounce, use different weights for different types of water. And what you do, the logs, we would throw in back behind the log in structure where normally people won't throw. Well, and on the uh, on the swim bait, I would, you know, 
I wasn't doing it very good at first. I finally got the hang of it when I was casting where I was meaning to cast. Yeah. And, you know, you throw behind the log in the backwater and, and whip it across that log. Make them come and for it. drop. Yeah. And where they'd see it and give yeah. it some action and then let it fall. And that's where I was catching the most fish. Yeah. So so also what you would do, he'll throw his bait upriver. Yeah. Upriver and let and and time not, it. You're not working it. You know, everybody let the current work it. Yeah. Everybody thinks you need to jerk it and you don't have to do that. You, you know, throwing it up upstream and just and keeping your line tight, holding your rod tip up. Good, gotta have good feeling rod. And just and, and tell them about with the a hit. good with a good rod and a uh, good line and stuff. You you can feel decipher the difference between rocks and fish, and you just yeah. you just wait and you keep your line tight and just let just go with the the, the line. Ben, that said, when you think a fish is on there, you don't just set the hook. No, you, you got to you you wait. To, you pull it to see if he's there. You set the hook every time you think you're going to You know what? You won't catch a lot of rocks. <laughs> yeah, so what you're you going to lose a lot of them jewel baits and sliders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is what you're going to do. So you you, you, know, you, lit, you just kind of raise up. And you pull it easy and you can feel them pull back on it. Then you set it, the hook. If it is a fish, you can feel them yeah. pull back yeah. on it. Then you set it. Yeah. So but the largemouth, let's talk about the way they hit, though. You can tell the difference yeah, in the largemouth yeah, hit. So, so the largemouth, I caught that way on the shore, and that was not on the wood structure. That was yeah. on rock on rock the shore. On the shelf. Uh, super shallow, like yeah. a foot of water. Yeah. Two and a quarter, quarter pound, two and a half pound Kentucky. Yeah. And so I threw it up there, and when he hit, it was just bam. Oh, he grabbed it. It was just like a freight train. I mean, there wasn't, that no, fish there wasn't no checking it. It was... He's already checked knew that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, strategy was slaughter heads, jewel bait, gym, swim bait head, uh, worms, tubes, and eighty over eighty fish in twelve hours, twelve and a half hours. Redbone, we had a great time. Wish you could have went with us, buddy. Well, it sounds like you had a great time, and and you know, you know, you talk about fish being in, in different kinds of water, just all over the river. You think that the extreme heat. Had anything to do with that, and, and maybe they were I just they, right they were they were looking I mean, honestly, for cooler water. Because really you know, I bet these fish are confused. Yeah. I mean, I was confused because I was about to have a heat stroke. I, I couldn't <laughs> even make out a sentence. So um, you had to get the water five times yesterday. So I'm much. sure. I'm sure. I think I'm. I'm guessing. I'm not a scientist, but I, here's my only thing I can explain on your that. It was so hot. I mean, my truck read 100 degrees on the way to your house oh, yeah. a minute ago. Yeah. 100 degrees. I ain't seen that in Tennessee all year. That's yeah. in the south. Like, this is the south, but it's further below than this, and I ain't seen it. So I think these fish are probably swimming around trying to find temperatures that, that cool they temperatures. like, yeah. That, yeah. that suits them. Yeah. So they're, they're going to find a spot where they're all comfortable. Over. Some fish are held up here. Some are held up here. Some haven't made it yeah. here. Yeah. And, you know, that's why I think they're kind of all over the place. Usually when it's just hot, fish like to stay in the current because it produces more oxygen. And the big fish today that I lost, I promise you, I'm going to say it again, that fish was over 24 inches, and I know over 5 pounds, right beside the boat. She was in slow current, but there was nothing really there. It was just an open spot, and there was some cover back in there and another little log out there, just like a little pocket, wasn't she? Probably because she knew she was so fat, an eagle wasn't going to eat her. (laughs) (laughs) We got lots of eagles. We saw an osprey, too. We did. Sure did. Well, anyway, everybody, uh, Tyler Farr, been on my front porch, and I just thought of something while we were sitting here, and we're going to wrap it up. 
I remember many times, buddy, before you ever made it big and went made it to Nashville, sitting right here on this porch singing. Oh yeah. I won't forget you singing "Burn God's the oh, Children yeah. Stone" and a lot of George Jones stuff. And just want you to know how proud I am of you, Tyler. Oh, I appreciate it. I'm proud to call you a friend, and it's not because of your music, because of who you are. Oh, I appreciate it. You're a good man, and I'm proud of you what you're doing, and you got a beautiful family, man. You're a oh, great example you. to many people. Thanks for being on the show, and you're like my little brother, man. And remember, Tyler, when your roots run deep and strong, there is no reason to fear the wind. That's right.